Welcome everyone. My name is Mansi. Hello friends. This is Shruti and we welcome you to our podcast Utopian Way of Life. Can creating happiness within change the world around? Tune in to know more. Hello listeners. This is one episode that both me and Manthi have been looking forward to recording. I think we've talked about self, self-care, self-love in our previous episodes. And I think this is a topic that we are going to refer to in a lot more episodes to come. And therefore, we felt the need to dedicate an entire episode on this. But before we go ahead, we have a small activity for our listeners. Pause this audio right here and write down the title you would pick for a book written on your life. If a book was written about you, if it was your story, what would it be called? So pause this audio and take a couple of minutes to reflect and write it down. So Manthi, have you ever paused for a moment and thought about this question? what your autobiography or biography be titled as? <laughs> well, right now I was wondering about it. So <laughs> for me, it has always been about evolving as a species and choosing change because I've always believed in change being inevitable. So mm-hmm. I think I would name my book as Ekatua, um, towards choosing change. So Ekatua is a Sanskrit word which means oneness or all of us being connected to everything and everyone. Because I don't believe in exclusion or excluding anyone. So I would name it as Ikatwa towards choosing change. What is it for you? First of all, I think the name that you have chosen is very apt, knowing you. And I think, you know, (laughs) I think this is a very difficult task for me as well to choose a title if a book was ever written about me or by me about my life and after a lot of pondering I think I've finally come up with a name that may summarize the theme of my life and mm-hmm. I would call it the eight colored rainbow <laughs> uh-huh. yeah so I think that there are the environment the circumstances the luck all these things help you live your life and achieve that success but it is that eighth color which is you which determines how your life will be. So yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. A diff- I mean, it wasn't an easy task. <laughs> <laughs> and I think oftentimes we don't know what title to give to our stories because we don't know who mm-hmm. we are or what our purpose is in life, or even for that matter, what defines us—the me, the I that we are always referring to. Yeah think the central idea of this episode is to discuss what is self and what are its boundaries. Some of the great philosophers and psychologists have attempted to answer these questions, including modern psychologists like Freud and Carl Rogers. For those of you who don't know about Sigmund Freud, he was an Austrian neurologist and often considered as father of modern psychology. He is very well known for his theory of psychoanalysis. And if you read about him, especially his childhood, you will realize that he had so many childhood conflicts that he had to overcome 
on his path of self-discovery. And this was the very foundation of his theory as well. Freud often struggled with his innate desires, which he called as id, and the rules set by the society, which he called as superego. Freud said that it is when a child is changing from a dependent being to an independent individual that the sense of self is created through his ego. And mind you, when Freud is using the term ego, it is not in the, uh, in the way that you know, most of us use it. So he is not using it to address ghamand or ahankar or the self term that we often use it for. According to Freud, ego is more like a regulator between the primordial demands and the immediate need for gratification that we have and the rules set by the society, which may inhibit us from fulfilling these needs. Freud said that it is in finding balance with, between these extreme ends of existence that we start defining who we are and start finding our place in the society. He also said that when we are trying to find the balance between what we can have according to the rules of the society, things we are ready to compromise on, given the societal norms and pressure, and the things in our lives which absolutely define us and that we cannot compromise on, because this would lead to an identity crisis. Similar to the Freud's idea of self, Carl Rogers, who was an American psychologist and also a proponent of humanistic approach to psychology, he believed that the self is humanistic term for who we really are as a person. He defined it as our inner personality. Rogers said that the self is influenced by the experience a person has in their life and how we interpret these experiences According to uh, Rogers, it is when our idea of self are incongruent with our experiences that we struggle in life. And Manti, I think that this perception of self about our intellectual capabilities, potential to succeed, and for that matter, the way we look and what we deserve in life, combined with conflicts or incongruences that we experience as defined by both Freud and Rogers, are the causes for most of our problems in our life. So I think to put it simply, the self is an individual or a person as the object of its own reflective consciousness. Do you think how we perceive ourselves determines our life story? Yeah, absolutely. Self, according to me, is more about creation rather than defining it. Like it is so exciting for me to get up every day and ask myself, okay, what can I create my life as today? So it's more about creating yourself every day, creating your life every single day. That's how you become present with your today without holding on to your past. And that is one question that has also compelled me to look at my future. So what I believe in is that your point of view creates your reality, meaning that all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, beliefs, ideas are a result of what you have manifested as your reality or your current life, basically. So your personality is like your personal reality. So now, how is your personality formed? On an average, we produce about 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. So most of those are either same as day before or are a result of them. So this essentially happens because we are not present in the moment or the now. 
we get occupied with all the distractions around us the distractions can be completing our daily task or thinking about a person or trying to rationalize our upset it could be so many things so for example if i have a work deadline on the coming weekend or say four days from now so if i start worrying about it from today or plan it minutely every day then i would invest all my all my four days in that which is again living in the past and then keep worrying and forget about creating each day as a new day so coming back to the personality it is how you think feel and act right so every day we get up we brush our teeth we make our coffee and etc so on so notice how we keep doing the same things day after day for example driving is one of the best example if you're driving on the same route every day then your body has gotten used to it so much that it just becomes a muscle memory task which your body does your mind is not utilized here and that is where we go on an autopilot mode so if we keep living each day similar to our yesterday then we will go on an autopilot mode and start living our present as our past and our past as our present which then becomes our comfort zone and comfort zone i believe is the greatest enemy of us living beings if you are not living in the present moment then you are as good as a human computer that's why i would say that start becoming aware of the smallest of choices and start asking questions every step of the way so questions can be will this be fun for me is this choice creating greater for me what am i creating with this is it contributive to me is it contributive to the other person am i being kind to myself here because questions are like the first step towards introspection or becoming aware about yourself so i'll share an uh, incident here today morning only i spoke with one of my uh, friends and she was saying that manthi i really have started getting into this autopilot mode which we even talked about in social media episode and uh, she was like what can i do how can i get out of this because i feel like i've started feeling like this machine was just working and working so one of the things that i said to her was that are you being in your comfort zone she was like what do you mean by that so i said that are you doing the same thing every day again and again she was like yeah so what happens when we go on this autopilot mode one of the things that i said to her was that if you want to overcome this what works for me is connecting more with the nature with trees just looking at the sky or just sitting near a tree that helps me to get in touch with myself again so that was the first thing uh the second is getting clear with the target of your life so why is it important to get clear with the target of your life first thing that i feel is that being aware of what you are creating in your life and what are the things that you shouldn't indulge into that is something that you would get clarity with so okay what are the choices that i can create here that are going to align with my target of life or whatever it is and it can it can be multiple things you know you just don't have to have one target for example for me it is about contributing more to people that's one of the targets that i have or for me it's also about choosing happiness 
so i align all the choices in my life with this target if something doesn't make me happy or if something it's creating the opposite of happiness i don't choose it anymore i stop and that has really helped me to strengthen my belief in myself as well so these small petty things that keep affecting us they will not affect if you guys have a bigger goal or a bigger target and that will also help you to get an overview of your life like a hawk eye or a or a different perspective to look at your life or even get a bigger picture and then you will not have the feeling of getting lost or getting into autopilot mode so these external things or surroundings wouldn't control you so you are saying that once we realize or you know get in touch with ourselves and what is or or we start seeing the bigger picture in our lives that we tend to move beyond what is restricting us or what the obstacles which are being created and the things which are hampering us from achieving those that particular greater picture in life so it yeah, isn't absolutely. our control that you know we can move beyond that by but for that we will have to obviously take the control in our own hands yeah uh, i think that makes perfect sense manthi because lot of people they have a habit to blame other people for the things which are going wrong in their lives or things which they just couldn't accomplish in their life which is kind of giving away the steering wheel to someone else that okay you know you are free to drive my car but then you are mm-hmm. not going to reach the destination that you want to reach unless and until you take control of the steering wheel and uh, you know the destination where you want to go so it's it's combination of both these things that you need to understand that what you create your life to be is within your control uh, even if not in all aspects of life but definitely you can always steer it in the right direction even if sometimes you just go on a different path it's yeah. necessary to take that control back yeah and it's so this is called as uh, internal locus of control if you guys want to google it you can but it's basically when you believe that you're the one creating your life and not the situation people or surroundings right but do you think it's because if you know we take start taking the control why do you think most people refrain from taking control of their lives or why most people just are more comfortable with giving that control to someone else rather than keeping that control with themselves because that requires you to be alert aware and conscious which i don't think people want to which is fair enough some people do want to be conscious about every single choice and some people don't and uh, as i said before we tend to sub- unconsciously go into this autopilot mode also where we don't even realize that okay we don't have anything in our control it's something it it might be technology people or something else that is controlling us so it also takes a while to realize that as well and just to add to that i think that people are so scared of accountability and ownership of their own life <laughs> that they are just more comfortable with just you know hopping onto a bus and they are hoping to reach a destination instead of taking that active participation in their own lives and yeah. 
making those conscious decisions making that conscious effort of knowing what they really want in their life i think once they start doing that right once they start analyzing for themselves and what they really want in their lives and what is their life goal and what are the things which motivates them what are the things that they actually desire to achieve in their lives mm-hmm. lot of these conflicts that again definitely are the people who define our own personal reality but uh, going back to freud and rogers conflicts that they were t- talking about that we face in our lives so once we get in touch with ourselves and you are ready to take that ownership of our lives that's when these conflicts between the society and your own personal desires can actually be resolved and this could help you achieve greater purpose in your life yeah and also i talked about getting clear with the target of your life right so where can you start so one of the things that you can ask is okay who am i what are the different targets of my life what is the purpose why am i here what makes me happy are some of these basic questions but one of the questions that i would really like to give you guys is that what would i like my life to look like in the next 5 years 10 years 20 years 30 years or even 50 years if you have that something that your mind will not be able to fathom so keep asking yourself this question every day okay what will i like my life to look like today or in the five in the next two years in the five years and keep going on and then once you start writing these things you'll get more clear about what you would like and it doesn't have to be something deep or intense it can be like oh my god i want to travel the world so then you can choose accordingly i couldn't agree more now nowadays there is this concept of uh, you live only once yolo in which people are told that you should just live in the moment but then if you don't have a plan for your life and if you're not aware of the things that would make you happy 10 years down the line when you look back upon these things then even if you're just enjoying i mean it's great to enjoy that moment but this whole exercise that manchi is talking about would give you a greater map of your life and even when you reflect back 10 years down the line and look back on the things you would realize that you are on the right path and you are somewhere where you envision yourself to be that's why it is so important to be aware of these goals in your life and these targets in your life so manchi i think it is such a like you know to to be able to create that picture of your life for the next 10 15 50 years yeah. i think it just sounds amazing and i think i'm going to do that as soon as <laughs> we are done with this recording this podcast yeah so that's it from our end i would recommend you guys to go through it every day ask these questions every day the more you do this the more you would get clear with the target of your life and we shall see you in the next episode with more tools related to this so stay tuned in bye bye we hope you like this episode of utopian way of life through this podcast our target is to inspire you to choose change and build a happier life if you have benefited from this podcast feel free to like share and subscribe